What would the Rebbe say about kneeling to propose marriage? I, I, I think the question is inappropriate. I honestly do. Could you imagine the Rebbe responding to that question? Now, the, the reason the question is inappropriate is because from the angle of Hasidus and from the angle of Yiddishkeit, that's incredibly foreign. It's very alien. On the other hand, from the angle of America and the culture, it's so accepted, it's so normal, it's so presumed. In other words, what you're basically asking is, how do two points of view, two philosophies of life, that are so radically separate, converge? We're Lubavitchers, right? We, we want to do what the Rebbe wants. At least we tell ourselves we want to do what the Rebbe wants. We want to live in the spirit of the Rebbe. When you're at that point in your life that you're about to propose to your kala, and it is in your Welter Schaunung, it is in your worldview that it's the right thing to do, or that the person you're dating expects you to do so, the least of your problems is whether the Rebbe approves of this ritual or not. Because if you're there, there's a lot of other stuff that needs to be questioned first. In other words, the question is not, should I kneel in front of my college? The question is, how did I get to that question? Is that Hasidus? Is that what courtship and dating and mar- engagement and marriage is between a Hasidish boy and a Hasidish girl? If we approach the entire process in a Hasidish way, that question is not raised. If we're asking the question, we've clearly not approached it in that way. So it's, it's kind of a misfit. It's like, you know, I'm going to do whatever I want, and then I just want, you know, it's like a guy who eats for 10 men and drinks Diet Coke, you know. The disconnect between the things that lead up to this point and the question is so huge that it's kind of, I mean, what's the point? The least of your problems is kneeling in front of your college. What kind of life have you led? What kind of courtship have you engaged in? What kind of marriage are you planning to have if this is what you're holding? Because this is, there's nothing Yiddish and Hasidish about that. It's, it's romance. It's America. A boy and a girl who date, who are Hasidish, date very modestly. And this is not modest. It's romantic. It's overt. It's stimulating the kind of feelings that you would not expect a Hasidish boy and a Hasidish girl to be engaged in in the first place. So we need to put a context on the question. So I, I just beat up on whoever asked the question, and I do apologize for that. I don't mean to be brutal, but I do mean to be honest. But now let me answer the question differently. You know, not so long ago, honestly, not so long ago, a Lubavitcher boy and a Lubavitcher girl were going to date. At least the first date, at least the first date, took place in the girl's parents' home. You went into the home and you met the parents before you met the girl. Sat down at a table, there was the mister, the missus and the miss. And you talked and you said, drank a cup of tea and you had to change some small words and then the parents would leave and you sit with the girl. Um, in traditional families, that's where you met. All the time you met in the parents' house. You didn't go out to a hotel lobby as we do today. I mean, the reason to go out to hotel lobbies is because people are so concerned about secrecy. But... Um, 
It was perfectly reasonable to meet in the girl's house time after time after time. And here's the clincher. When you were ready to propose to a girl, you had to ask her father permission, her parents' permission to marry the girl. Could you imagine today telling a boy and a girl you need your father's permission? They would blow a gasket. We've come a long way. We've gone far away from our traditional values. It really was yesterday in time that when you dated a girl, you went into her home, you met her parents. If you think about it, it's respectful, it's dignified, it's appropriate. You don't take a girl out. We've evolved. Lubavitch has evolved. And not everything about evolution of Lubavitch is necessarily consistent with the Rebbe's Ratzin. I, I believe that the Rebbe assumes that our boys and girls are going to go out to date. I've seen discussions of the Rebbe where he actually describes it. It's just practical. You know, a boy and a girl are going to meet and they want to do it very discreetly so they can go to a place to expect not to be seen and so on and so forth. So you take a girl out. But beyond that, the, the whole courtship is very respectful, very modest. And again, I want to emphasize very strongly that a critical component of that process, which is lost to such a great extent today, is that the parents are not out of the picture. The parents are not... The people who write the checks to pay the wedding and otherwise they're a nuisance because they don't want the right, the right music and they don't want the right flowers and they don't want the right whatever, nonsense. The wedding is the parents. And the children understood that they don't make a move like this without their parents. And the parents are very much a part of the process and the parents are very included in, in the decision and they're very, very included in the engagement. In other words, a boy and a girl, when they're getting engaged, they go into their respective parents' homes, they introduce themselves and whether they ask, ask formally, can I marry your daughter, or they don't, that's the spirit of it. That's a traditional way to get married. Because a boy and a girl who are dating, forgive my candor, are little kids. They just don't think they're little kids. And their hormones certainly don't think they're little kids, but they're little kids. And the, the less we include our parents in the process, in other words, the cooler and more modern we become, and of course it feels good and it feels worldly, a, the higher likelihood will be that we'll make a bad choice and the marriages are not going to work out. And B, the further away we are from tradition. And uh, the question of kneeling when proposing to Akala is, is a redundancy. It's such a little part of the story. Um, I've shared with you what I think is true to the best of my abilities. I may have made a mistake, but this is the way I understand it based on what I was taught and based on what I have learned.